Welcome friends, James Corbett here at CorbettReport.com, and I have with me on the other end of the line today someone that I'm sure regular or longtime listeners of the Corbett Report will know quite well. That is Dan Dix of PressForTruth.ca. Dan, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure, James. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Well, as I hope my audience knows by now, uh, you did have a part to play in the production of the MLK 50th Anniversary documentary podcast that I released last week. Um, Of course, in the credits, it is noted that you did the interview with Dr. William Pepper, and I did talk about that a little bit when I released the full interview, i.e., I was able, thankfully, through the support of people out there, to send you to New York to interview Dr. Pepper in person. And of course, once again, let me just say thank you for doing that and shooting a nice, beautiful documentary-style interview. I Literally couldn't have done it without you. I couldn't do it myself. So thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad we can finally talk about it because it was somewhat of a secret mission until we released this thing. So there it is. Yes. Um, it's, it's finally out there. Yes, indeed. So uh, as I mentioned last week, this is an idea that I have that I'd like to do more of. And I think I, I, there are other people that I'd love to get these, this type of documentary style interview with, and that would involve sending you or, or someone else or someone out to the physical location to interview them because stay-at-home dad in Japan, I can't get out that much. Um, but I, So that's a great thing, and I, I love the idea, but of course it requires resources. And of course, one of those resources is the regular old monetary kind. And so on that note, once again, as always, thank you to the subscribers of The Corporate Report who do support this work monetarily. I really couldn't do the website in general without you. But as I alluded to last week, there is a way to help support this type of work without spending a penny. How on earth can you support, monetarily support, someone like myself or Dan Dix or other people without spending a penny? What on earth am I talking about? I am talking about one of the social media alternatives that we're going to be exploring in this new series that I announced last week. We're going to be looking at different social media alternative platforms uh, for people who are interested in getting away from Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and whatever else people are using these days. Telegram? I don't I don't even know what people are using anymore. I'm not keeping up with it. I guess I'm an old man. But I'm looking for the alternatives, the decentralized, uh, blockchain-based, the things that are not in that box of the controlled corporate paradigm, or at least potentially not in that box. And again, there are lots of ways this can be diverted in other directions, but it is what we make of it as always. So on the note of leaving Twitter, let me just interject... Dan Dix, once again, thank you for <laughs> making a song, James Corbett is not on Twitter, which you released on your YouTube uh, channel remarkably quickly uh, after my departure from Twitter. You learned about it, and I think within 24 hours that song was up on the channel, so thank you for doing that. Yeah, you never know when inspiration is going to hit you. That's how it works with music, and I was feeling it, and I went for it. I'm <laughs> glad people, you know, got got the joke. <laughs> Awesome. So well, uh, yeah, yeah. I I think it's the best thing that ever happened on the internet. So we'll we'll put that song at the end of this interview. So stay stay tuned for that. I think it's funny. Um, so thank you for doing that. But let's talk a little bit about Steemit and DTube. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Steemit is a uh, it, it is a blockchain based. It has its own ecosystem that runs on the Steam blockchain. Uh, it is a Reddit type site? I don't know if that's the best analogy. Uh, it's something like that, where you can post and you can make posts of videos or you can uh, have text or pictures and people can comment and they can upvote and downvote or no, upvote and flag, I think are the options. And and uh, re-steam, which is like a retweet or whatever. Um, but it is slightly different 
in that there is a monetary function to this. And for those who don't know, just basically, uh, the Steam blockchain is rewarding Steam to its users um, based on a delegated proof of stake rather than a proof of work in, say, the Bitcoin network, um, which means that essentially people who are voting on these different social media posts are voting as to where that reward should go every day. And a certain port of portion is attributed to posts based on how many how many upvotes or whatever they get. Long story short, this means that people like Dandix or myself or other people who are on Steemit and DTube, which is the decentralized blockchain-based YouTube alternative that it runs on the Steam blockchain, are getting cryptocurrency in the form of Steam dollars and Steam power by simply posting and having people upvote. And that cryptocurrency can then be transformed into Bitcoin or transferred on an exchange or whatever and turned into other types of uh, cryptocurrencies. So there is, in a sense, there is a monetary thing happening here where we post, people like, and we are getting some form of currency or money out of this, which then can be used, for example, to help send Dan Dix over to interview William Pepper. So there are real things happening in the real world because of this very nebulous concept that many people probably don't even know is happening, where if you upvote on Steemit, uh, you can, in a sense, give money without giving money. It's uh, a very new, very strange concept, and I think we're all just getting used to it. Dan, how did you first get? Uh, how did you first get introduced to Steemit? How did you learn about it, and what's been your experience with it so far? Uh, I first heard about it about a year and a half ago um, when uh, it was my friend Jeff uh, Jeff Broick who who first told me about it. He said, "My God, I, I got on this site, I introduced myself, and all of a sudden I made a couple thousand dollars in one post." And I was kind of intrigued by that. Um, so uh, it, from there, I signed up. And same thing happened to me on my first post. I made, I think it was $1,700 or something like that came in just from introducing myself to the Steemit community. So I was pretty shocked uh, that this was uh, happening. And um, as you said, it, it's kind of like a Reddit, almost more so like a mix between Facebook and Reddit, um, because th this is where people are posting, for example, on Facebook, they're putting their pictures, their, their videos. Um, you know, just what they did that day. And Facebook is making all the money there through advertising. So Steemit basically um, uh, turns that around and takes 50% of the profits that uh, come in through this cryptocurrency that's generated by the site, and they give it back to the user. Um, so it's been, it's been really working out pretty well for me. Um, obviously, it's, it's still in beta. Um, they're still working out certain bugs here and there. Um, but I think, you know, it really arose, it, got, it gained in popularity anyways, um, in the wake of the YouTube apocalypse. I think that's when a lot of people started flooding over into these types of sites and realizing, hey, you know, maybe there's a better way. Um, now, Steam, it's not necessarily the be all and end all. There's, there's, there's room for not censorship and there's room for censorship in a sense where, you know, the posts get put on the blockchain, so they're there for good. They can't get taken down. On the other hand, some big whale, they call them, somebody can buy steam power. If you have a lot of money, if you're a multimillionaire, you can buy steam power and then start flagging and voting down the videos that you don't want on the front page. So there's still some kinks to work out. But so far, my experience has been great, James. It's, it's literally supplemented my YouTube income. And I'm making more now off of Steemit and DTube in particular than I ever did off of YouTube. 
interesting how this is working, isn't it? And yes, there are a lot of caveats and things that need to be explained. Um, for example, I mean, Steemit.com is not the Steam blockchain itself. It's a web portal into that blockchain. So Steemit.com could be theoretically censored in various ways or, or things, filters applied and, and things like that, that aren't necessarily reflective of what's happening on the blockchain itself. So th as always, it's about the blockchain more so than your access to that through some sort of web portal. And as you say, there's with this delegated proof of stake uh, concept, it, it basically means there are whales that can massively upvote something, you know, and, and or flag it and get it uh, relegated just because they have so much of this steam power. So uh, that's one of the, the concepts that a lot of people are very wary of. And I, I certainly share those concerns, uh, or at least the way that that power could be wielded um, for for ill uh, purposes. The other interesting part about steam it for me is that when we look at social media space, it is always, or so often, devolves into this nasty, vitriol-based hatred and fights and flame wars, because essentially there's no, there's no motivation, there's no incentive whatsoever to do anything positive or contribute in any meaningful way. The only incentives, really, are to get noticed, get likes and retweets and whatever, reposts on Facebook or however that works. I... I'm not on Facebook, in case you haven't heard. Um, so I don't know. But uh, but the only incentive is for people to to basically create drama or create problems or tension. And that, unfortunately, incentivizes things in the wrong way. In Steemit, it's interesting. It's kind of the opposite. The idea is to create a positive contribution that people enjoy enough that they will upvote your comment. And they upvote your comment, and you can actually earn uh, some of the Steam crypto from that. Which is a great thing, because it flips the incentive so that people are actually incentivized to create meaningful and, and positive commentary that actually creates a community, hopefully. And I have noticed that on Steemit, you can go through the comment section and it isn't the kind of morass of uh, vitriol and disgusting and nonsense contributions that you get on YouTube or most other social media platforms. That is a positive. The negative side of that is uh, there are absolutely bots that go in there and just have meaningless... I thank you for this post. It has helped me understand this subject <laughs> or something like that. There are just bots that are just posting so that people will upvote them so they can get money. So there are still problems with this. But at any rate, it doesn't seem to devolve into the flame wars that I've seen on every other social media platform I've ever been on. What's your, mm -hmm. what's your take on that? Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's been a completely different experience. Um, another thing that they do differently from everyone else uh, that I found interesting is they'll offer offer uh, curation rewards. So essentially, if you are voting up good content, if you come across a post, let's say early on in the in the stage of it posting, it was only posted less than an hour ago, and you liked it, and then all of a sudden that post later finds its way onto the front page, and it's a trending popular post, the Steam it blockchain the website recognizes that and it says hey you found good content you're good at locating good content and therefore you get what's called the curation rewards um so you're you are um you you are paid for finding good content and you know for people who don't even post you can still make money there i mean if you leave a funny witty comment that everybody likes and everybody likes it and it makes it to the top uh you're going to get paid in in uh, steam dollars and in this way, I've literally been essentially trading it for various cryptocurrencies, usually Bitcoin. And um, I essentially do this once a week. So for the past year and a half, I've been buying Bitcoin on a weekly basis 
by trading in my SVD and uh, getting a Bitcoin in exchange for it. Um, so that's a, how I've been doing it. But you don't have to do it that way. You could trade your Steam dollars for anything, for that matter. You, you could trade it for gold or Steam silver. Power, even. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other side of this. There's the Steam Power and the Steam Dollars. So you can basically power up by putting your Steam Dollars into Steam Power that gives you more of the stake in the... The, the delegated proof of stake situation. So you can one day become a whale by building up your crypto capital in a sense. Um, again, there's there's a lot to get into this um, in terms of the details of how this works. And I think the only way for people to really understand this is to start to explore it for themselves. So of course, we're going to put in some links so people can check this out and start reading about it. Um, and then maybe if they choose, again, I'm not advertising anything here. I'm just pointing people to the alternatives. So if you choose and if you want to sign up for Steemit, uh, obviously, you can do that. But when I signed up, and this must have been a year and a half ago, something like that, about the same time that you got in, maybe I was just a little bit later than you, but uh, around the same time. And when I signed up, you needed, I think it was it either, either a phone number or a Reddit account with Positive Karma, something like that. And because I'd done my Reddit uh, AMAs on the conspiracy subreddit, I had the Reddit account with Positive Karma, so I used that to sign up. But yeah, if it was, I, I don't know what it is right now. I should look that up. But um, if it's cell phone number or Facebook, uh, you know, identity or something that you have to use to sign up for this, I understand people might have some misgivings about that, and I would certainly share them as well. There should be a different sign up method. Do you know what the latest, the current sign up method is right now? Yeah, what it requires is is a uh, is a phone number, and um, the reason the the reason for that is because every single new sign up gets a little bit of steam right off the beginning. I can't remember how it, much it is. Maybe it's like five SVD or something, um, but that's significant. And if you could just create multiple accounts, hundreds, thousands, millions, um, you could be making all that SVD for free. And they figured this is a way around that. I suppose if you had a hundred phones, you could make up a hundred uh, accounts, uh, but they'll figure out how to deal with that eventually, I'm sure. So that's essentially the problem um, with the cell phone sign-up thing. I, I've heard a lot of people comment about that saying, man, I, I don't want to have to give over my cell phone, um, but they're just trying to protect themselves against uh, any kind of fraud or people trying to misuse uh, the system, essentially. Well, again, there has to be a better way of doing all of this, but uh, this is the, what it looks like when we're trying to create something new. So uh, I'm sure there will be people in the comments who have better ideas, and I'd be very interested to hear about that. So maybe we can construct something better from our community. At any rate, this well, is an alternative. It exists. It is out there. I can tell you personally, it is helping to do things like send Dan Dix to New York to interview Dr. Bill Pepper. That interview wouldn't exist without this type of support. So it is happening and it is making some dis difference. And I'm going to I'm going to use it for what it is while I can. And I'm not taking this for granted. And I don't know, you know, how long things will stay in this kind of status quo. But at any rate, while it exists, I'm going to try to use it for things like this. And hopefully, as I say, we can do more of these types of sit-down documentary interviews in the future. Uh, I would love to do that uh, more often. And if this helps enable it, then awesome. Uh, at any rate, we're throwing this out there. Anything else you want to say about Steam at DTube before we wrap it up? Um, just that, uh, you know, the, the exciting thing that's happening now is um, there's all kinds of new things being built on the Steam at blockchain. Um, like DTube, the decentralized video sharing platform, um, where I'm now posting every single video. It, it, uh, it goes on YouTube, but it also goes on DTube. They also have DLive, a, a new uh, live streaming service. There's a D Music. Um, so they're really starting to branch out. Um, I, I, 
I, uh, a while back, I interviewed um, the creator of DTube, and he said they're working on an app soon, so you're going to be able to post videos on, on the go, um, which I think is uh, going to be a game changer. So, uh, yeah, there, there's, you know, we're still in the infancy here, um, so it's pretty exciting to see where this is going to take off because the free market is is speaking here. These are alternative solutions popping up to the censorship censorship issue with YouTube. And it's such a beautiful thing to see. And I'm really excited to see what else is going to come on the Steemit blockchain. Right. Well, the theme of the Corbett Report has always been that we're not helpless little creatures. Oh, woe is us. There's nothing we can do. Uh, no, there's lots of things we can be trying to do. And uh, we just have to keep trying. And so this is uh, exciting. And we'll see where it goes from here. At any rate, uh, it's just one more option in on the table. And for people who are thinking about moving away from a Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, whatever controlled social media platform, well, why not? starting to look at uh, sites like this. So we'll put, of course, the link into your interview with the founder of DTube. Uh, we'll put information about Steemit uh, in the show notes for this so people can get more information. But how can people get more information about Dan Dix and the work you do? Oh, a good place to go is um, pressfortruth.ca. Um, everything goes there. Um, I would recommend people subscribe to me on YouTube. We we don't want to be, you know, preaching to the choir and just stuck in an ideological echo chamber over there on DTube. So I do stay on uh, YouTube to reach the masses, the people we need to uh, to get to. Um, so follow me on YouTube. Um, if you just type in Press for Truth, you'll find me. The name of the channel is actually Weaving Spider, but you'll find me if you type in Press for Truth. And um, those are the best places to go, um, YouTube and uh, the site pressfortruth.ca. All right. And of well course, my steam it. Yes. Steemit.com slash at Press for Truth. <laughs> yes, and we will include the link to that, obviously, for this conversation. So, uh, Dan Dix, thank you again for that. Thank you again for the Pepper interview. And thank you for the Twitter song. <laughs> I'm glad that we can start memeing this now. James Corbett is no longer on Twitter. Uh, if there are any other musical contributions out there anyone wants to make, please send them along. I'll be happy to share them with uh, people. So, Dan, thank you again for your time. My pleasure. Take care. Facebook either I'd like to see you try and censor that which isn't even there James Corbett is not on Twitter you won't find him on Facebook either Jack Dorsey and Zuckerberg your time has come the press has won James Corbett is not on Twitter You won't find him on Facebook either I'd like to see you try and censor That which isn't even there The Corbett Report is not on Twitter You won't find him on Facebook either Jack Dorsey and Zuckerberg, your time has come. The press has won. Why am I on Twitter? Why am I on Twitter? It's graffiti on the bathroom wall that millions of people can read. So why on earth am I on Twitter? No, no more. <laughs> no more. Not for me. But I'm sure you will survive without me. Hey, why not? 
maybe you can even join me by exiting Twitter. Delete Twitter. So, that's going to do it for this week. I am your host, James Corbett, CorbettReport.com. Looking forward to talking to you again very shortly.